There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Attraction HQ podcast, where we look at love, sex, dating, relationships, how you can have more of them, how they can be better quality, how you can feel inspired and become a better person within yourself by ignoring conventional dating advice, taking outside strategies and perspectives, and striving to become the most real, authentic, honest, and sexiest version of yourself. All right, so welcome back to my Attraction HQ podcast. Now, as you know, we like to talk about kind of dating, romance, how to get better with women sort of issues, but not through the traditional route because I think most dating advice is terrible and bad. And in fact, if we can learn from external experts and revisit how we can lead better and more creative and more fulfilled lives, generally the stuff with women is just going to translate. So it is my absolute pleasure today to be joined by uh, Sam Jones. Uh, Sam Jones. I like saying it because it sounds it sounds sexy. Sexy and Welsh. <laughs> we will never know on the podcast. Oh, so yeah. oh look at that. <laughs> those silky t- I don't know why I'm saying it this way. This is for men. So they're not going to be, <laughs> they're not going to be interested. Uh, Sam is the founder of 20 Someone, which is a really amazing uh, business, which actually helps to make sure that people in their 20s make the most of that decade uh, so that their future self could at some point reward them with a bottle of champagne for saying thank you for networking and making impact and building such an awesome life for me. Uh, so if we want to talk to somebody who knows about building a network and actually creating more impact and, you know, something for your lives, Sam is the guy. Um, I'm going to let Sam talk in a second, but first I'm going to make this relevant to you. So why do you need to build a network? I have to say I am literally... Uh, uh, slightly depressed when I get people coming to me at talks saying such things as, is there any way that I can get a girlfriend without having friends first? Uh, no, you can't. Is are the, Those are the rules. The better life you build for yourself, the better quality women you're allowed to have and that you can't have one without the other. And in fact, in all areas of your life, you know, women like guys that are ambitious, are pursuing their dreams. If you have a social network and social relationships, which are more important to you than the immediate next girl you're dating, that's also extremely important. You get better opportunities through your network. You meet people through your network. You make more money. It's like, have a network. <laughs> it's an amazing thing to do for yourself. And, and But what I understand is, you know, straight after university, your friends can disperse or later on in life, you know, maybe as you're, you know, 30s, 40s, your friends can <laughs> end up getting married or coupled off and you can be left like a lone wolf without a pack uh, and this is the point where I'm going to get Sam to step in so is this something you notice where do people you you know that you're working with find that they they need their network the most or they 
might find themselves without one. Yeah, you know, it's funny when you were talking, I was just listening, I was getting like captivated, like probably the listeners, but it's, this isn't a specific demographic. This is not a generational like challenge. This mm-hmm. is just a human challenge where we maybe get isolated at certain points in our life. Use the example of university. Yeah, and I also think it's like, it's, it's a 2015 challenge, right? Because we're, we're more connected than ever on Twitter, <laughs> and like not Twitter, in real Snapchat, life. Instagram, yeah. all those things. Yeah, but a lot of all of that for networking. A lot of that is based on validation almost mm. like it's the like culture isn't it that we feel connected when we get a like we feel connected when we get somebody interacting with our stuff but it how real is it that's the real interesting thing and to build a network to do anything to do with relationships which is obviously important here or just to feel excited and, and engaged with your own life mm-hmm. it's so vital to get that right because I mean, just building the business 20-someone and other stages of my life that have been very busy and you've been very focused on what you're doing, when you take away that connection, that interaction with other human beings, that it's amazing how much that takes away from you, like that sense of belonging, that sense of meaning as well. It's massively right, important. I, I don't think you could do it. I mean, what's an interesting phenomenon now is that people are talking about having like literally just Facebook friends, like ghost friends, like won't pick up your calls in real life, won't help you out when you're in trouble, doesn't hang out with you or fulfill your emotional needs, but will like that picture (laughs) that you put up on Instagram. Uh, And it's not a real relationship. And I think that people can get uh, too caught up in wanting to pursue that validation. And they drive towards that sometimes at the sacrifice of actually real relationships. And and I think I'm often asked with my business, like, oh, how do you do what you do? What are your professional qualifications? At which point I usually have to say none. <laughs> uh, but what has done better for me than any, any university degree, of which I do have one, uh, has been my network, has been ability to connect and to relate to people. And I think particularly for guys out there, sorry to say this, uh, I think that men sometimes can go into more of a state of, isolation uh and actually a lot of the time when i'm meeting guys they will basically be trying to kill it at their career uh maybe their career doesn't mean they interact with that many other people then their outside life is they'll go to the gym by themselves lift some weights do some running go to crossfit and then they'll go home and they'll watch videos on youtube so it can become a really you know a solitary existence so if you know a guy's in that position he's starting to recognize that isn't serving him um, have you got any tips about how people can, you know, re-engage? Because from really having having nothing or nowhere or perce- perceiving themselves as having nowhere to start. Absolutely. Um, there's a few actually quite quick things that you can do that are not the generic surface level crap, to be honest, that you hear all the time. And because <laughs> That's what you like. These aren't, yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm a firm believer in change and success of any kind has to come from the inside out. And that's difficult for people because... That is a much harder route, a much harder journey than just, you know, doing the five secrets to success or an elite daily article networking. You really have to do things from the inside. And the first thing for me is really starting to develop a belief, really start to condition yourself to understand that everywhere around you, there's so much opportunity to connect with people that are fascinating. It's the same thing if you speak to anybody for a set period of time, they will fascinate you mm-hmm. and they will they will give you something that you won't know. I This is how I tend to see it in my mind. I don't know if I'm a bit crazy or anything, but I tend to see it that every person I speak to, they have almost a, a piece of the jigsaw right. to go through from there. And you can take that piece of the jigsaw and then put that towards not only helping yourself, which can in essence seem quite selfish, but also how you can empower them as well. Because when you do that and you serve other people and you help other people, it tends to grow your, I don't know, your pile or whatever more as well. And it grows theirs. And it's like, it's an incredible thing. So the first thing is, a, from a belief perspective, is mm. there are so many opportunities within individuals out there. How to do that, which is more important, is when we're talking about social media and, and networks like that, 
just see social media is almost like a bridge. That's how. That's the only way I see it. It's a bridge towards the actual destination, which is connection. So setting up a party on Facebook, um, telling about people what you're doing on your Snapchat story, um, on LinkedIn, reaching out to people that have all these great things. He's, I was speaking, telling you at the beginning, I was speaking to a uh, one of the top psychiatrists in the UK, he's a military psychiatrist, and I just reached out to him, said, listen, love what you're doing, I saw what you're doing there, do you mind if I grab 20 minutes of your time? He taught me in that 30 minutes on that phone call more than I've learned on things to do with like the who am I questions I do a lot on and the personality stuff that I learned in the last year because I saw and I understand that the journey social media that journey that bridge is to get you towards that connection so start doing that you see somebody you're interested in online be that a girl if it's interested in dating or be that um, somebody in a business um, like a you know business leader or somebody in your industry reach out to them Go in their time and just learn from that person and, and gain opportunities from it. It's it's so exciting and it's so simple. Yeah, what I love about what you're saying is that kind of rediscovery that people are interesting. Because what I've, I find lots of the time is you can form, like people can form these, these I say, mad beliefs, uh, which would be stuff like, there are no interesting people left. People are evil. Uh, people always cheat and lie. Uh, I don't, I, people are boring. I don't get on with people. Uh, first of all, this means that you're, you're not meeting. It's actually that internal belief that's shutting you off to others. And in fact, you know, through my work as a coach as well, when you sit down and when you get to talk to someone, you might not immediately gel with them as personalities. But if you get you spend enough time and you talk to them in the right way, trust me, everybody is interesting. Like nobody is a simple story. If you think that you're just getting a snapshot of somebody and you don't like it, you're probably not speaking to them in that right way. So going back out there and rediscovering is really important. Um, for those people that, you know, I think social media is is uh, is a really, really good tool for connecting with people. I think that particularly when you're looking to somebody who's maybe, you know, I don't like to use words like above because that's not quite right, but somebody who's maybe really advanced in their industry and you want to maybe emulate them. I think sometimes going in there and being a bit humble is cool. Like asking for advice is okay. Like if you ask for stuff from someone like, hey, I want a job, I want your time. Or, you know, in fact, if you say, hey, I want advice or I want to help or I want to give you, you know, so come from a space of offering uh, and that will work out better for you. Um, apart from social media, what about, you know, so say say uh, it might be common in like these big cities like a London or a New York. Uh, a guy is going out there and he's trying to attend these social events, but he's concerned that if he goes to a social event, he's going to be the isolated, creepy bar- guy at the bar. And that's a bit, that is a genuine stumbling block. That will make you want to stay in your living room if you think you fear taking that first step to go out by yourself. Have you got any good mindsets in terms of how people can see going to events solo slightly differently or just some also some practical tips what they can do when they first get in the room? Absolutely. You again like I'm it comes back to this idea that it has to come from the inside out. It can't be a quick fix or a band-aid solution as I like to call them just putting a band-aid over it. What's going on there exactly you said is fear. Now we have five basic fears and the one that is really happening here is this fear of ego death that we're going to go into a situation and our ego is going to be hurt because people won't talk to us or they'll think we're weird mm-hmm. or we might say the wrong thing and all these things happen. So that's playing through our mind as we go through there. Now, fear is something that can be lessened through understanding, through expressing that. But also the main thing is you have to look at the antidote, which in the end of the day is courage. Mm-hmm. There's not too much and get around that. You have to, at one point or another, 
take that step. You, you have to do it. I call it like a skydiving moment. Yeah. We do this thing called 72 hours where it's literally a 72 hour seminar. And I say to the guys at the beginning, I know you want to do like some great things. You've got some great huge goals that you want to do over the next three days and we're going to do them. But at one point or another, you're going to have this skydiving moment where you choose to step over or you stay there. And that's the difference. Everybody ends up doing it, but if they don't, they stay in the same place. So courage is a really important thing there. One thing to remind yourself is that every time you take a step to go to a networking event, go on that date, ask somebody out, or um, speak to somebody that you know is going to really enrich your own life, you're already casting a vote to say that you're good enough to do that. And that's obvious logically, but what we tend not to do is we don't take time to really appreciate and have uh, gratitude almost for that. I suppose that's where I'm coming from now is that, hey... I just took the step to go there. I was really scared about that. That was something that was really, it was quite intense for me. And I stood out and did it. Take a moment to really be like, I kicked ass then. That's amazing. Because we don't tend to, you know, we never pat ourselves on the back. We never say, that was amazing. I did really well then. You start doing that. You start conditioning yourself. And you do condition your mind now to then look towards these positive things that you're doing to appreciate Mm -hmm. yourself more. How do you think you're going to show up differently? If you keep doing that, how do you think you're going to show up? Of course, you can learn conversational techniques and uh, ways to approach people and the, how to listen. They're all wonderful. But if they're not built off that solid foundation of just appreciating when you do take that step, you do take that courage to go somewhere, then you know they're only little simple things at the end of the day. So I really hone on focus on that. Every time you take that step with courage, really give yourself a, a big internal thumbs up, pat on the back, and then on to the next one. Grow, 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 forward. Right. I mean, I love that because also, you know, psychologically, our brains focus more on bad than good. Don't yeah. know why we're wired that way, but we will. Keep we us will, away from pain. That's all it is. Yeah. That's I mean, when we when we're there, it's just like we'll remember we'll remember the bad things, and to remember and actually actively recall good is really important. Also, something there about participation. You know, the first step is sometimes just to leave the house. It's like going to the gym or something. You go, look, I'm going to go to this event. If I hate it, I'm going to forgive myself and I have permission to leave after 20 minutes. And actually, it's a victory that I didn't just stay at home tonight. Likewise, courage is sexy, uh, particularly if you're thinking about getting out to meet women. You know what? Women aren't looking for like the perfect, smooth chat up line. And if you do it, they'll think you're a player and won't be interested anyway. So if you stumble a bit and get a bit of Hugh Grant like, that's cool. Courage is sexy. So that's so much better than striving for, you know, absolute perfectionism. Um, also, when you're you know, in one of these events, I think, you know what, you can see yourself as the lone guy, the Larry, uh, Billy no mates. Or you can say, you know what, I'm an awesome, independent, self-confident person. And if I want to go to an event, I want to meet people, I'm going to go. I don't necessarily need a whole social network to support me. So if you can see the inherent good in what you're doing and how it's emphasizing your good qualities. And that's exactly like uh, Sam said, it is adds a thumbs up to your own self-esteem and you have to vote for self and you have to take the actions that your future awesome, stronger, better, cooler, more developed self would do. And to do that, it's a chain of actions. And when you string enough of them together, you'll arrive in the place that you want to be. Yeah, yeah. You, build up, you build up that level of strength and that strength then is transferable and it's transferable then into your confidence, how much drive you have to go do those things because as soon as you have positive experiences, then you're going to tell yourself a different story and you're going to see the reality a lot clearer mm-hmm. as well because what's going on here in essence is, and trust me, I, I was and at certain moments in my life the worst at this. I always make up these grandiose stories that people are out to, you know, they get you and you're going to think you're weird. We get right. that, you know, it's, it's, you feel uncomfortable. It's natural to feel that fear. But you do these things more and more. 
you really take time to move towards these things and move towards things that are important to you, it's going to make a massive difference. It really is going to make. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now save 50 percent on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for jd power 2023 award information visit jdpower.com awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com it's a difference because you're telling yourself a different story and you're seeing the reality clearer because mm-hmm. a lot of guys what we're doing is we're not really seeing the reality for what it is which mm-hmm. is an opportunity to as i said another piece of the puzzle towards their life or towards your life yeah. and that is just a beautiful thing really about life isn't it i mean i suppose in a bit deep now but it's true <laughs> <laughs> it is I, I, i'm personally and i'm so hour now <laughs> in, uh, yeah. i'm sold i'm said i'm sold on the puzzle uh, metaphor i think that's amazing yeah, it's a simple one, isn't it? yeah i love it I mean, what I'm going to say is I'm going to raise a, you know, it's my last kind of major question for you today. I wanted to ask you a question about a following up, because as we know, we have, I think, kind of oversaturation in our society. So you might go to an event and you might meet, it could be an important business contact. It could be someone you think is really cool and you want to be their friend. It could be a girl that you think is really attractive. Uh, I think sometimes if you don't kind of make that level of impact and that strength of connection with someone it can be hard to then sustain a relationship after that. And I think lots of people can go to go to these events and just end up accidentally having the same conversation over and over again and not showing how they're individual and special and different. Uh, say you have, however, got this person's contact details. What's the follow-up? Are there some practical things that you can do in your first email or your first text message or your first phone call that are going to make the other person more receptive to continue that relationship. Yeah, so this is where you've got to be really honest because I, I always say when I do talks and seminars that it's not called general development, it's personal development. Right. And that's why 
everything you do, like whatever I say now or whatever you read or YouTube, there's, there's a certain way to do it for you and you've got to take these things and do it for yourself. So if I'm being completely transparent here, when I go to anything to do with networking, I will connect, say if I connect, say at the event, 10 people, uh-huh. even if I have good conversations, I will only develop a relationship like after it, two, three max. Long-term, one of those will be a long-term contact. Why? Because it matches my personality. I'm very, I'm quite an intense person and I like to have really strong connections rather than these flaky sort of surface level mm-hmm. connections. So that's what I do. I know other people can, can be completely different, but what I would do is focus on really when you've got that solid connection there, as soon as you've gone to, you know, it's whether it's a day or it's a few hours afterwards, really start to seek how can I invest in this relationship? Mm-hmm. And that usually, for me, this is what I do, is I invest some sort of value. I give some sort of value towards them. I'll invite them to something I'm going to. Um, I'll invite them to either something I'm doing or something that I'm investing my own time in. Um, I will even set up some time. Um, I do co- like individual coaching is what I focus on. So I'll say, I'm going to put two hours away in my diary. We're going to have a really deep coaching session. What I know about that is not that they'll become a client, but they will then tell other people about what I do, and they'll also get an incredible experience. Um, I will focus on sending them an article. I've got loads of different books and articles that are perfect for certain individual people. If I we've had a conversation on that, I'll send that out. I will just be focusing on how I can deliver value in any way. Right. Because it, it always comes back, and I was really uncomfortable with this at the beginning when I started because I thought, hold on, is that really just selfish? You're just being selfish in a very different way? But it really isn't because when you're able to impact somebody's life like that and you then hear a week, two weeks, three weeks later how they've like done something different or they've learned something new and they thank you for that and then they bring other people into your life that can form new relationships, whether they're platonic or uh, romantic relationships or business relationships. Um, it's just incredible, just that simple action. So follow up. I always do it within a day. Right. I think that whole waiting uh, a couple of days thing, it's just that was made in the 1980s when people had like... that? They had answer phones then and landlines. Now (laughs) in like instant communication land with WhatsApp, Viber, you know, Facebook chat, it it would be socially inept to leave it three days. Like people just won't remember who you are. Like enthusiasm has a half-life. So you've got to strike while the iron is hot. Um, I'm also going to jump in and just say like from my... uh, I did a talk last night and I think this was a really good example of sort of how not to do it. Straight after my talk, obviously there's lots, you know, quite a lot of people, loads of people, quite a lot of people gathering around wanting to chat to me. And the guy comes up to me and says, look, uh, you know, I do a game theory by way. I didn't really understand what game theory was. He was like, I would love to develop a project with you where we do some mapping of like human relationships. Uh, do you think we could do that project and then we could put together a publication? Basically, I don't even know this guy's name at this stage. So let's just highlight that. Secondly, immediately I'm thinking, I don't really know. I haven't got my head around the concept. Uh, I also, I don't, I, I'm thinking this is, this sounds like a lot of time. I don't have much time. Uh, and then I'm thinking, well, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in here. You need my expertise. That's great. But how does this relationship ping back towards me? And I'm not a cold blooded, nasty person. I probably could have learned lots from doing it, but in my head at the time, the breaks just went on and I was polite, but I was like, look, you know, I was like, I'm really happy if you want to submit an article to me, I'll take a read over it and I'll repost it. But I just don't have the time to, you know, and I think that time issue is paramount in the modern age. And when you're coming from that position where 
just through phrasing that as something that seemed like it was taking from me, I had an internal reaction, which was probably a million times different to if someone had said, look, I've, you know, I've got this amazing academic background. I'd love to help you out. Maybe I could, with my research, you know, provide some interesting models that maybe some of your clients might relate to it better. At that point, I'd have been, yes, serving. on it's board. Serving you, isn't it? Yeah. And it, you always got to think about it from the other perspective of the person of what they want. I try and classify it in... Uh, a very simple like three things I whenever I get anybody coming towards me that wants to I literally spoke to somebody this morning that's coming on board with 20 someone and when I look at it I think right is this relationship for me is it going to create meaning is mm-hmm. it going to create memories or is it going to create money just the three right. M's I just look at that and um, I should I should uh, what's it called uh, patent that yeah, but, um, I always look at it that way because um is it going to create um, a lot of meaning for me about my mission? I've got a very important mission of, for not just me, but for other people. So I've got to make sure, does it have meaning towards what I'm doing? Um, memories as well. Like Massive value for me is having fun and being a bit silly. And stuff like that. So I want to make sure I'm going to create memories from this relationship. And the third thing is money as well. The more money and wealth in my life, the more I'm able to grow 20-someone, the more I'm able to do nice things and experience and create more memories with other people as well. So it's, that's how I classify it. And, Maybe look about how you're providing other people with opportunities to create memories with you, um, to have more meaning with you and what you can offer and what you can value, or create more money through using your skill sets and and the other strengths that you have. That's a lovely, nice way as well to to look at things. I love that. I love the three M's, but we've patented it here first. I have the three A's, actually, but that's that's another story. Uh, They are awareness, accountability, and action. Oh, they're good ones. That sounds so (laughs) nice. Sounds like Wolf of Wall Street, sort of. uh, It's like really nice. yeah. <laughs> triple. triple. Yeah. Uh, so what I always do is at the end of my podcast, I ask two questions. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I probably didn't warn you about this. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, the first one is, is there a piece of advice, particularly in the realm? Of, no, this isn't your usual neck of the woods of sex, dating, romance and relationships that you could give to guys to help them sort of just maybe a practical tip for them to get out there or, you know, a mindset that they could have towards the opposite sex. Yeah, so it's it's actually interesting because I do a lot I do a lot different stuff. To, dating I see is not me at all, but relationships I see is a big part of my work with individuals. Mm-hmm. Very fortunate to work with some like everyday people, which are like the life and soul of our like country and the world, and then also people as well that are in the public eye and doing stuff. And there's always patterns for seeing the same people. Now, the thing I work on with clients a lot of time is to do with relationships, and a lot of people have fears of things like abandonment and mm-hmm. of uh, being left and being and then develops a lot of insecurities they have a lot of avoidance around relationships mm-hmm. and they have a lot of anxieties around there with sex dating all of those things as you can probably tell from this podcast I am always like 80-90% of my work always focuses on the internal stuff because you have to get that right or it'll seep out in other ways right. so I would really take uh, I would I would urge anybody to really get to know themselves and really have a lot of honest conversations with how they interact within dating and then how they interact within a relationship because you'll be able to spot signs of what's going on. And just some quick, simple things. Do you find that you're more maybe avoiding a relationship? Do you find that you're more anxious in a relationship? Do you find that when you're dating, you're becoming somebody else and being your representative, that you're not your true essence um a great lady that my coach actually learned from is a lady called pia melody things like attachment theory things like that they are great things for guys to read Mm -hmm. because when you get in touch with that and you can get in touch with oh this is what i'm doing wrong and this is why on dates i'm so nervous or this is why in a relationship whenever somebody gets close to me i push them away or whenever i become really needy once you understand those things 
you really start to change over time then yourself and, and as you know better than anybody else that if you bring your best self to a relationship to dating you're going to have an incredible relationship right so and I, really I like that your fact you're you're going into a awareness oh, yeah but um, but I was just called it uh, one of my other <laughs> podcast guests that I, I, I was taping a show with today yeah. uh, was a guy called Paul Janker and what he said is that men and I say this in a slightly accusational tone men tend to over egg the how do I get a girl how do I approach a woman you know how do I get a girl that how I'm really attracted bed, all these things yeah but- and, in, and then they go, you know, when that when I get ready for the relationship thing, oh, I'll be good. I'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, and you're over-egging the wrong area. Like, actually building a communicative, good, healthy relationship with a woman is like a million times harder than pulling a girl in a bar. Trust me. So actually getting some awareness of this now, especially if you're, like, completely single, this is a fantastic focus for you. Uh, and I have one more last question for, for Sam, which is, any kind of, which is probably more in your neck of the woods, any kind of general wisdom that someone's given you or any piece of life advice that's really resonated with you over the years that's helped you to maybe see things differently or progress that you want to share with people? Wisdom. that I've, I've been very, very fortunate that I have had great teachers come towards me and sought out great teachers. Like for people that don't know, Hayley, you were an incredible impact on my life when I was going through a really difficult time trying to set up my business and you gave me an opportunity. I was kind of pulling your arm and asking you quite a lot as well. I remember I, I were, ran to meet you at a bar, didn't I? When you oh man, you're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Sam has just generally put up with me being disorganised <laughs> and always late uh, through the entirety of our relationship, just so you know. Yes. Yeah. So that was a huge thing. But I, I'm going to say, because what's really important in my life is that my belief is all about giving the right experiences to people. And once you give people the right experience, they can transform in a moment. That's exactly what 72 hours is about. That's exactly what 20 someone is about. And a massive, massive part of that, and this is something specifically for you, is that you taught me that a level of being human and being very authentic when you are speaking and delivering to people is way greater than that rigid, structured mm-hmm. self. And that's the biggest thing I've learned off you and one of had the biggest impact on my speaking and all the experiences that I do now. And that's, that goes down to like free talks I do or paid talks I do or the things that I do as part of 20 someone. That was a huge learning and that was from you as well. Ah, oh, that's amazing. Yes, <laughs> yeah. validation. I, don't, I think it's true. And you know what? It's, it's funny. I'm really pleased that you said that because I actually had an email this morning, like a long and disgruntled email from someone who went to my talk last night and my, oh, yeah. they gave me a full essay critique of my speaking style. And I thought you know what, as, I, as you probably know, I just kind of, I kind of bowl up to talks, think I've got a concept, I want to put it across. I'm going to just going to speak and I'm going to talk as if I'm talking to somebody in the room. And that is just my vibe. And I think actually, if you bring that authenticity to normal relationships as well, you know what, you're not going to please everybody. Not everybody's going to love you. However, there will be some people that go, actually, I can see that this person's being honest. They're being genuine. There's something sincere. I'm getting a real actual human being. And to me, a real action human being is always better than a cyborg of perfection Uh, I was desperate to say the word cyborg today (laughs) anyway uh, I diverse Uh, if they want to if the listeners of this show want to hear more about you or engage with 20 someone how do they do that so 20 someone is a said it's all about making the uh, right experiences to create moments where you, you transform that's it and we're very fortunate that we've got 72 hours now which is our it's there's nothing like else like like it out there it's 72 hours of intensive immersive process now this is for our generation so it's between about the ages of 18 and 35 tend to be the people we have and 
to really want to do that is uh, an incredible thing. I instantly have my respect because people that put their hands up and say, yeah, you know what, I really want to do something to make a huge difference in my world and in other people's lives and, and how I feel about myself and who am I, what do I want to do and, and not be so dictated by the world around us. It's a really incredible thing. So if they want to find anything more about that, there's two ways. You can come to an introductory talk, which you can look on meetup.com. Just look at talks for 20-somethings. Or you can go on the website, which is www.20someone.co.uk. Or then you can look at 72 hours specifically as well and then sign up to that. We do it every month. And that's the same address, www.20someone.co.uk forward slash 72 hours oh that's amazing that new yeah. course sounds so good i'm it's, like oh, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go again right amazing. Yeah. i'm gonna go stalk it out uh <laughs> <laughs> on this show anyway thank you so much for coming along as usual you've been you've been amazing sam so thank you uh anyway i'm gonna bring this episode of attraction hq to an end i really hope that you guys can approach you know just going out networking and connecting people with with more authenticity and also just with a different perspective that you're giving yourself a thumbs up and you're finding those extra puzzle pieces that will actually help to build out a much more rewarding and fulfilling life and i'll be back next week with another incredible guest who's going to teach me tons of stuff thanks guys bye-bye Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, if you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX, and on Twitter as plain old Hayley Quinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me. Please reach out. And thank you again for your support. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm.